Shalom to all. Today's office of Amos Tess. We are starting 22 lines from the top. The second word on the line that's right by the Taisus Dibra Maschal Kain Gadol Ba'amano. And today's office sponsor Lili Nishmas Mars Miriam Sarah Bas Rabbi Yaakov Meisha Her Neshama Should Have an Aliyah. And Lili Nishmas Rabbi Yosef Yontef Ben Usher Anchol His Neshama Should Have an Aliyah. Now the Gemara in the middle bring a raya to the Brisa from yesterday that a woman who's nivel to someone who's pasul to her is pasul from Kahuna and Truma. The Gemara continues Vema Nivel Lepasula Af Machzagushasai. Once you're saying that if she's nivel to someone who's pasul to her, that pasuls her from Kahuna and Truma. Why don't we say that? That applies even to Machsa Grushasai. A man divorces his wife, she marries someone else, and then he remarries her. That's Machsa Grushasai. That is us, sir. He's not allowed to remarry her. Why don't we say in that scenario she becomes Pasal to Kuna and Pasal to Truma? And we know that she's not in that scenario. But why not? She's not allowed to marry him. The Gemara answers, Ishzar Rahmano. The Torah says, Ishzar. If she has relations with someone who fits the description of an Ishzar, so then that passes her from Kuna and Truma. But what do we learn from here? Misha Zar Etzlameikar. That's only if this person is considered a Zar to her originally. Lafuke Hai, excluding this person, this Machsa Grushasai, Deloizar He's not considered a czar to her originally. He was married to her originally, so therefore he's not going to passel her to Kahuna or Truma. As a Gemara, Ihachi, if so, Chalal de Lavzar who Kara, a Chalal who's not a czar to her originally, a Chalal is allowed to marry a Bas Kain, for example, Lailif Sol, he shouldn't passel her. So Amar Kra, the Pasik says over there, Lai Chalazar Ba'amov. He shouldn't be Michal, his children among his nation. This is referring to a Kain Gadol not being allowed to marry an Almana or one of the Psulim to him. And what we learn from here is Makish Zari Lai. We compare his children to him, Mahu Paisal, Avzari Nami Paisal, just like him, the Kain Gadol is going to apostle this almana, for example, if he marries her, so to his children will apostle as well, and if his child is a chalal, he's going to apostle someone whom he marries if he's not allowed to marry her. The Gemara is asking, Why don't we say this woman is already apostle from the time of Havaya, from the time of Kiddushan? The Gemara says once again, Domi it has to be compared to a Kayan Gadol with an almana. Man Kayan Just like when a Kayan Gadol is with an almana, he only apostles her once he's bail her. So to hear any of these psulim, when they get married, they're only going to apostle this woman if they have Bia, not with Kiddushan. Perhaps there has to be Kiddushin and Bia in order for her to be possible. Once again, the Gemara says, It has to be compared to Kain Gadol Ta'amana, Ma Kain Gadol Ba'amana, Bibiya Lechuda, just like when a Kain Gadol, he's Ba'alan Amana, just the Bia alone possibles her, we don't need to have Kiddushin also to possible her, Afainami Bia Lechuda, so too one of these Psulim that we've been talking about, just Bia alone is going to possible her, and we don't need to have a Kiddushin here. So that concludes the first part of the Brisa that we had started on Samachas Samad Aleph, and now we continue with the second part of the Brisa. Rabbi Yesi Amir Rabbi Yesi had said, Anyone whose child is going to be puzzle, so he himself, if he's by a woman, he's going to puzzle her. However, if this person's child is not going to be puzzle, then if he's by someone, he's not going to puzzle her either. Ask the Gemara, Mayakim and Tanakam and Rabbiesi. What's the difference between Tanakam and Rabbiesi? They seem to be saying the same thing. On Rabbiachani answers, Mitzri Shani Vadaimi Shani Ikabinayu. The difference is a second generation Mitzri or second generation Adaimi. That means that this person's father was a Ger, Mitzri, or Adaimi. He was a Mitzri or Adaimi who became a Ger. First generation Ger, Mitzri, or Adaimi is not allowed to marry Yisraelis, but let's say he did anyway, and so he had this son who's called Mitzri Shani or Adaimi Shani. He's a second generation Mitzri or Adaimi, and he also is not allowed to marry Yisraelis, but he was by all Yisraelis. And that's Machlech between Tanakam and Rabbi Yisi. And they both learn their spars from Kain Gadol Ba'amana. Tanakam is over Tanakam holds. Ma Kain Gadol Ba'amana should be also Avera Upaisel, just like a Tanakam that's by Ba'amana. That's an Avera, and that's going to pass with Ba'amana. Af Hainami Paisel. So to this one, this Ger Mitzri Adaimi, even though he's a Shani, he's a second generation, he's not allowed to marry Yisraelis. If he's bail her, he's going to passel her. Rabbi Yisrael over Kain Gadol, and Rabbi also learns from Kain Gadol, but in a different way. Ma Kain Gadol Shazari Passel Upaisel. Just like when a Kain Gadol marries an Almana, his children are Passel, and he passels this Almana. Af Kol Shazari Passel Paisel. So too, anyone whose children are going to be Passel, he passels her if he marries her. Lafuki Mitzri Shani. This excludes a second generation Ger Mitzri, the Ein Zari Passel. His children are not Passel. If he marries a Yisraelis Be'eser, so his children are not Passel. Dechsev because the pasuk says Banim Ashi Yivaldu Lahem Dar Shlishi 
children that are born to them in the third generation, they are allowed to marry into the Kal Hashem. So even though Lechatchile, he was not allowed to marry this Yisraelis, once he did and he had children, those are third generation Ger Mitzvah they are allowed to marry into the Kal, so therefore he is not going to apostle this Yisraelis that he married. And now the Gemara explains the last part of the Bible, if you're allowed to marry this person's daughter, so then you're allowed to marry his Almona. If you're not allowed to marry his daughter, you're not allowed to marry his Almona. The Gemara asks, Ma'akim and Rabbi Yisrael Shimon Gamliel, what's the difference between Rabbi Yisrael Shimon Gamliel? What's the case that they're arguing on? Amar Uli says, Ger Amani Mayavi Ikebenayu. The difference is if we have a Ger from Amar Mayav who is Bayil Abbas Yisrael, is that an apostle her? And Ushnayim Lo Elam Duel and Mikhail Gadol Amona. Both of them learn their spars from Kain Gadol with Amona. Rabbi Yisrael Savar, Rabbi Yisrael holds, Ma Kain Gadol Amona Shezare Apostle Upaisel. Just like when a kind Gadol marries an Almana, his children are Apostle, and he Apostles this Almana, Avkal Shezari Apostle, Paisal. So too, a person whose children are going to be Apostle, Lavi Bekahal, he's also going to Apostle a woman who he's with. And we know that a male child of a Gera Maynu or Ma'avi is not allowed to come to the Kahal, so therefore, this Gera Maynu Ma'avi, who's by a woman, he's going to Apostle her. Now, Rabbi Gamliel, however, he holds that we do learn from kind Gadol, but something else. Ma kind Gadol Almana, just like when we have a kind Gadol marrying an Almana, Shekal Zari Apostle, Upaisal, that all of his children are Apostle, male and female children are Apostle, and he Apostle. So to anyone who all of their offspring are going to be apostle, they're going to apostle the woman whom they're with. That excludes an Amani Mayavi. The Ain calls our apostle. All their children are apostle of the Amar because we have a memra. Only a male Amani and Mayavi are now allowed to marry into the Kahal. However, their daughters, the females, are allowed to be loved by Kahal, and therefore this Gera Mayavi would not apostle a woman whom he's with. That's why Rabbi Gamliel said if you're allowed to marry his daughter, you're allowed to marry his Amana, meaning he doesn't passel his almana, and since the daughter of a geramayin mayavi is kosher, so too his wife is kosher as well. And the mission continues: Ha'aynes va'mafateh va'shaita loy paislin v'loy machilin. If a man violated or seduced a woman, or a shaita lived with a woman, they're not going to passel her from eating truma in her father's house, and they're not going to enable her to eat truma if they happen to be a kain. However, if a man ruin love of Israel, if they're not allowed to marry into klal Israel, harayelu paislin, so then they're going to passel her. Now the mission speaks out these cases. Ketzad, what exactly is the scenario that we're talking about over here? Haray Israel shabal bas kain. Let's say Israel, he was bial bas kain. He was either ma'anis her, mafata her, he violated her or seduced her. Toichel truma, she's still allowed to eat truma in her father's house. He didn't apostle her from eating truma. Let's say Ibra, she became pregnant from him. She's not allowed to eat truma. The child got caught up in her stomach, meaning she miscarried. Even though she didn't deliver the child, it's still inside her. Toichel, she's allowed to go back home and eat truma. The Mishnah continues with another way this case can play out. Let's say he was a kain who was bail abas Yisrael. He was ma'anis her, mafata her. She's not allowed to eat truma because she's not married to him. Ibra, if she becomes pregnant from him, she's still not allowed to eat because she's not married to him. Yalda, but when she has a child, then she's allowed to eat. Turns out that the kaiach of her son is greater than the kaiach of the father. Her becoming pregnant from the father didn't enable her to eat truma because she was never married to him. But now that she has a son from this kain, she's able to eat truma. The mission continues, Ha'eved An Eved is going to passel her through Bia if he's bile her, but he's not going to passel her if he happens to be a grandchild of hers. Ketzad, what's the case where she has a grandchild that's an Eved? Bas Yisrael Lekain, Bas Kain Yisrael. It could either be that Abbas Yisrael married a Kain or Abbas Kain married a Yisrael, the old man Uben, and they had a son. But then the son went and he forced himself onto a Shifcha, a non Jewish maidservant, the old man Uben, and then he had a son from this non Jewish maidservant. Hareza Evid, this child is considered an Evid. So now we explain what the dinner of the grandmother is when her husband died and she doesn't have any children, the only descendant she has is this Evid. If the grandmother was a Bas Yisrael who had married a Kain, and again the Kain had passed away, she's not allowed to eat Chuma anymore because her only descendant from the Kain is an Evid, and an 
Evid is not considered a descendant of hers. Let's say Bas Kohen Yisrael. She was a Bas Kohen who had married a Yisrael, and again, her Yisrael husband is not alive anymore, and the only descent she has is this Evid grandchild. Teichel Truma, she's allowed to eat Truma from her father's house. This is not considered a descendant of hers, and therefore she's allowed to go back home to her father's house and eat Truma. Now that's all talking about a descendant who's an Evid, but the mission continues. Bamzer, Paisel Machel, if she has a descendant who's a Mamzer, that descendant is going to apostle her from going back to her father's house to eat Truma and will enable her to eat Truma from her husband. Ketad, what's that scenario? Bas Yisrael, a Kain, Bas Kain, Yisrael, could either be a Bas Yisrael's married to a Kain or Bas Kain's married to Yisrael. And she has a daughter from him. And then his daughter went and she married a non Jewish Evid or a non Jew. And then she had a son from this non Jew or from this Evid. Hariz a Mamzer, that child's a Mamzer. Now we go to explore the dinner of the grandmother. Let's say his grandmother was a Bas Yisrael who had married a Kain. She's still allowed to continue eating Truma even though her husband died and her daughter died. That's because she still has a descendant, a grandchild from this Kain, so she's allowed to eat Truma even though that descendant is a Mamzer. Let's say she was a Bas Kain Yisrael. Then her father was a Kain and she had married a Yisrael. She's not allowed to go back home and eat Truma at her father's house because she has a descendant from her non Kain husband. And one last case from the Mishnah, Kain Gadol Pa'am Paisel. Sometimes a grandchild who's a Kain Gadol is going to apostle his grandmother. Ketad, what's the scenario? Bas Kain Yisrael, we have a Bas Kain who married Yisrael. And she had a daughter from him. This daughter went and married a Kain. And she had a child from this Kain. This child's able to be a Kain Gadol. Standing and doing service on the Mizbeach. Now, what's the din of this Kain He enables his mother, who's a Bas Yisrael, to eat Truma. That's because she has a son who's a Kain. But he apostles his grandmother from eating Truma, even though his grandmother is a Bas Kain, since his grandmother has a surviving descendant from her non Kain husband, so his grandmother is not allowed to eat Truma in her father's house. And Zaysamaris, this lady, the grandmother, says, Like a Kain Gadol, Shu Truma. This grandson, Kain Gadol of mine, he apostles me from eating Truma. And we're going to see a little bit of a sharper expression about this later on in the Gemara. And now, addressing the first case in the Mishnah, the Gemara says, Tanina Lahadi Tan Rabban, we learned in the Mishnah that which we also had in Nebraisa. The Brisa says, Shait of a Katan Shinesu, Nashimu Mesu, Nishaisim, Paturus, Menachalitum, and Ayibum. If a Shait or a Katan got married and then they died, their wives are part from Chalisa and Yibum. That's because a Shait and a Katan don't have any valid halachic marriage. And that's what we learned in the beginning of the Mishnah. If a Shait was by a woman, he doesn't apostle her from eating Truma in her father's house. We see the Mishnah taught something that a Brisa taught as well. Now, the Mishnah said, Ketzad, what's the case where someone is Ma'anis or Mafata woman? Let's say this Yisrael was Ma'anis or Mafata she still had to eat Truma in her father's house. Ibra, however, she became pregnant from him. She's now allowed to eat Truma in her father's house. The Gemara analyzes, came into Ibra, that implies that the moment she became pregnant, she's now allowed to eat. However, she's still allowed to eat Truma before we know that she became pregnant. Ask the Gemara, why aren't we chayshish that the moment he had beer with her, she became pregnant? Didn't we learn in the Mishnah that we separate them for three months because maybe they became pregnant? That's the case we had previously. There was two chuppas going on at the same time, and Ruven's wife got mixed up with Shemin's wife, and they were both by the wrong woman, we said they have to separate immediately and wait for three months to see if they're pregnant. So we see there were chayshish that became pregnant even from the first bia. Why are we chayshish that in our Mishnah? Then when he was ma'anis or mafata her, that she became pregnant from the first bia, and then she should not be allowed to have truma in her father's house. So Rabbi Ravuna, he answers, When it comes to yuchsen, genealogy, we need to know whose child is whose, so then we're very chayshish, and that's why they have to separate for three months. However, when it comes to eating truma, we're not chayshish that she became pregnant off of the first bia, and therefore we say that she's still allowed to have truma until we know for sure that she's pregnant. The Gemara says, Lachumah lechashu, or not chashu when it comes to truma. But Tanya, we have a brisa. Harayza gitech shachas kaidlum misasi. If a kain gives his wife a get, and he says, "This is your get," a moment before I die, that's when this get should be chal. Asur lechal b'truma miyad. She's allowed to eat truma right away because he might die the next moment. And then if she had eaten truma a moment beforehand, it turns out that she was already divorced, and she's not allowed to eat truma after she's divorced. So we see that we are chashish even in the case of truma. So Alam Rabbi Ravuni gives a different answer. Benisu and chashu, biznos lechashu. When we're dealing with a case that they're already married, then we're chashish when it comes to truma. However, when it's a case.
case of Znos. And Hermesh is talking about a case of Znos. He was Ma'anus or her. Then we're not Chayshesh. Why is that? We've had this previously. She's going to be Mashapech. She's going to do some sort of maneuver to make sure that she doesn't get pregnant. So therefore, we're not Chayshesh that she's pregnant in that case. The Gemara says, Are we really Chayshesh in the case of Nisuin Vatani? We have a Bray. So Baskan Shanisul Yisrael. We have a Baskan who married Yisrael. They had Bia Umais. And then he died right after the first Bia. Tevels Vachels Betrumel Erev. She goes to the Mikvah. Remember, she's Tommy because she had Bia. But once she goes to the Mikvah, she could eat Truma in her father's house in the evening. And we're clearly not Chayshesh that she's pregnant. The Gemara says, No, Amrab Chesed Tevels Vachels Adarbaim. She's allowed to be Tevel and eat Truma up until the 40th day. If she's not pregnant, so she's not pregnant. If she is pregnant, then up until the 40th day, this pregnancy is just considered like there's water inside of her. It's not really considered like she's pregnant from her non kain husband, and therefore she's allowed to eat Truma still in her father's house. Let's say the Seifa of that. The Seifa tells us, if we can now see that she's pregnant, it's recognizable she's pregnant. She's She's ruined retroactively, and any Truma she ate prior to that, she would have to pay back. So we see that she actually wasn't allowed to eat Truma previously. The Gemara says, no, my Mikulkelos, what does that mean she's Mikulkelos? Up until 40. Up until 40 days of having beer with her husband, she's allowed to continue eating Truma, even if she's pregnant, because the pregnancy is not really considered anything, it's considered Maya Ba'alma. After 40 days, she's not allowed to eat Truma. So let's say we recognize that she was pregnant at day 60, so any Truma that she ate in between day 40 and 60, she would have to pay back. But up until day 40, it's okay, she's allowed to eat Truma. Now the Gemara tells us of a case in which we're going to try to bring a raya from our Meshna. Itmar was stated, Habal a person was bail his arusa in his father-in-law's house. Remember, they would do Arusin, and at some point in time later, perhaps even a year later, they would do Nisuin, so she was living in her father's house the entire time. He would go over to his in-law's house, visit, and he was bail her in her father-in-law's house. It doesn't have to be specifically in her father-in-law's house, it just means in this stage of Arusin, he was bail her, and she became pregnant. Rav Amar Rav tells us, Havlad Mamzer, the child's a Mamzer. Ushmul Amar Shmuel says, Havlad Shtuki, the child's a Shtuki, which means that he's a Suffolk Mamzer. Amar Rav, now Rav tries to explain, Mastapar Mil say the Rav when it's a case of Daima Me'alma. Daima means she suspected Me'alma of having relations with other people as well. Meaning when Rav said that this child's a Vade Mamzer, it's logical to apply that only in the case when she suspected of having relations with other people as well, not only her Aras. Avaloi Daima Alma, if she's not suspected of having relations with other people as well, then we say that this child is the Aras's and it's not anyone else's. Now Amar Rava, Rava says, how do I know that? Because our Mishnah says, Yalda Teichal. When she was Ma'anis or Rafata by Akain, once she gives birth to a child, then she's allowed to eat truma because of that child. Hechidami, what's the case? Even if you want to say Dama Alma that she was suspected of having relations with other people as well, besides for this kain, just because she had a child, why should that allow her to eat truma? Maybe this child belongs to someone else and it's not the kain's child. El it must be that our mission is talking about a case. Mine Daima Daima Alma. She's suspected of having only relations with this kain that was minus from a father and not with anyone else. And therefore we can learn from the Mishnah. Umahasam, just like in the case of the Mishnah, Dila she's ushered to have Bia with anyone, this kain or anyone else. That's because she's not married. So she's not allowed to have Bia without being married. Nonetheless, we still say that the child is this Kayin's because she's only suspected of having Bia with a Kayin. In our case, of the Aras having Bia with his Arusa, she's also to everyone else in the world and she's mutter to him. Now, she's not allowed to have Bia with her Aras, but if she were to be allowed to have Bia with someone, it would only be allowed to be with the Aras. Like Halshakain, for sure, we would say that the child is the Aras, especially again since we're talking about a scenario where she's not suspected of having Bia with anyone else. But now, Armelay Abaya told Rava that's not a Raya. I could really tell you, call Anytime she's suspected of having relations with the Aras, even though she's not suspected of having relations with anyone else, Rav, Rav would still say Havlan Mamzer that the child's a Mamzer. My time, why would that be? Because we say, from the fact that she freed herself to have relations with the Aras and she wasn't allowed to do that, then we say she probably freed herself to have relations with other people as well, and this child is a Mamzer. And the Mishnah could be talking about a case where 
where both of them, this Cain and non-Kayhanis, were locked up in the same jail cell. And so in that case, we know for sure she only had Bia with this Cain, and that's why the child is Miochas after the Cain. But in the case of the Aris and the Aruso, we can always say that once she was Mafka herself to the Aris, she was probably also Mafka herself to other people, and Rav would very potentially say that the child would be a Mamzer for sure there as well. So no right from our Mishnah to the way you, Rava, would like to understand Rav. Ekadamri, some say that this is how the conversation went. When we know for sure that the Aris was by her, so then everyone agrees that the child is considered the Aris's and it's not a Mamzer. Itmar, this is what was stated. Arusa Sheibra. In Arusa, they became pregnant, and we don't know who she became pregnant from. Rav Amar Rav says, Havlad Mamzer, the Vlad's for sure Mamzer. Shmuel Amar Vlad Shtuki, it's only a Suffolk Mamzer. Amar Rav, Rav explains, Mestaber Milsei de Rav, where Rav said this child is for sure Mamzer is logical in the following case, Deloy Dayamine Vidayame Almo. We actually don't suspect the Aris of having relations with her, and we do suspect her of having relations with other people. I know what Alpha on top, Alpha Dayamine, but if she is suspected of having relations with the Aris, Alpha Gavdayamama, even though she's also suspected of having relations with other people, we still say this child is considered the Aris's. And Amar Rav, Rav explains, Menamino, how do I know that? Diktani, because Aramishna said, Yalda Teichal, if she had a child from this kind, so she's Lady Truman because of this child. Hechidem, what's the case in Aramishna? Ilim, if you want to say, that she suspected of having relations only with this kind, but not with anyone else. We really have to say that she's a Lady Truma because of this child of hers? Of course she's Lady Truma based off of him. She's suspected of having relations only with this kind, so of course this child is the kind. El Lav, it must be that Aramishna is talking about a case, the diamond Nami Ma'ama, that she's suspected of having relations with other people as well. And so we can learn the following from Aramishna. Just like in that case of the Mishnah, that she's ushered to anyone who's going to have relations with her again because she's not married, so she's not allowed to have relations with anyone. We still say this child that she had is considered to be this Kayin's Hacha over here in our case of the Arsana Rusa, that if she would have relations with anyone else, that would be Usr. But having relations with her Aris is Mutter. Again, she's not allowed to have relations with her Aris, but if she would be permitted to have relations with anyone, it would be with her Aris. Like Hal Shikane, for sure, we would say that the child is the Aris's and not a Mamzer. Now, in this version as well, Amalei Abaya, I told Revel, anytime it's a scenario where she's suspected of having relations with other people as well, even though we know that she had relations with him also, Amar Rav, Rav would say in that case, Havlad Mamzer, the child's a Mamzer. Umasnisim, but our mission is talking about a case, but Deloitte Daima Klau, that she wasn't known to have relations with anyone before she had relations with this Kain, and that's what we say. The first person we know that she had relations with was this Kain, so then we'll say that this child is Meyuchas after the Kain, and she's allowed to have Truma. Once again, in this version as well, Avai concludes by telling Rava he doesn't have a Raya from our Mishnah for the way he understands Rav. Oh, it's in our Mishnah, Evid Paisam Shumbia, but not because of Yuchsin, and the case was that if we had a Bas Kain married to Yisrael, and her only surviving descendant from this Yisrael was an Evid, that Evid is not Meyuchas after her, and she's allowed to go back home to her father's house and eat Truma. The Gemara asks, How do we know that? My Taima, Amakra, because the Pasuk says, This is referring to when we have a Jewish man who's married to a non Jewish maidservant. All the children are Meyuchas after the non Jewish maidservant. So we see this woman who has a grandchild who's an Evid, it's not Meyuchas to her anyway, so she's allowed to go back home and have Truma in her father's house. The Mishnah then continued on to say, Mamzer Paisel that if she has a grandchild who's a Mamzer, that's going to apostle her from going back to her father's house and eating Truma there, but he would enable her to eat Truma in her husband's house, again, if her husband had passed away and her only surviving descendant was a Mamzer from his husband of hers who's a Kayin, she would be allowed to continue eating Truma. The Gemara asks, how do we know that? Tanarabana, we have a Brisa. The Pasuk tells us, Vizara ain't law. If she doesn't have children, she's allowed to go back to her father's house and eat Truma. The Brisa says, ain't Liela Zara. I only know if she doesn't have children, she's allowed to go back to her father's house. Zara Zara Minayin. How do I know if she has grandchildren? Those are considered like children. Tamalayim, because the Pasuk says, Zara ain't law. Mikal Makayim. Any sort of descendant, even if it's a grandchild. The Brisa continues, ain't Liela Zara Kasher, Zara Pasal Minayin. I only know if she has Kasher descendants that this Pasuk applies. What about if she has Pasal descendants? Tamalayim, the Pasuk says, Vizara ain't law. And what do we learn from here? Ayin Allah, you should look into her to see if she has any descendants, and even if those descendants are possible, they're considered valid descendants of hers. Ask the Gemara about Pixel of Zara Zara. We already used 
pasuk of Zerah ain't lot to teach us that grandchildren are considered like descendants of hers. The Gemara says, no, Zerah Zerah le'etzichra. We don't need a pasuk to teach us that grandchildren are considered descendants of hers. B'nei banim ayim kabanim. We already know that grandchildren are considered like children. Ki etzichra. What do we need the pasuk for? Lazerah pasul to teach us that even though she has descendants that are pasul, descendants that are mamzerim, those are still considered descendants of hers. And Amalei Rishakish Rabbiachan, Rishakish told Rabbiachan on Keman, who's our Mishnah like Rabbi Akiva? Our Mishnah is like Rabbi Akiva clearly. To Amar he says, Yesh mamzer mechayve lavin. That whenever we have two people that have Isra lav together and they have a child, that child's a mamzer. We discussed this machlekes extensively previously in the Masechta, and it was Rabbi Akiva that said that if we have two Isra lav and having a child, that child's going to be a mamzer. The Gemara says, No, I feel the Rabbanon. Our Mishnah could even be the Rabbanon, but Eved Kacham Eved Maidu. The Rabbanon agree that when a non-Jew and Eved are by Labas Yisrael, the child's a mamzer. How do we know that? The Ravdimi, when Ravdimi came from Eretz Yisrael, Amar of Yitzchok Bar Ravdimi, Mishum Rabbeinu, he said this halacha in the name of Rebbe, Eved Kacham Eved Abal Bas Yisrael, Havlad Mamzer, and everyone agrees to that. And then we conclude by saying, And basically, we conclude with two unique halachas. If we had a Bas Yisrael married to a Kayin, and her only surviving descendant from this Kayin is a Mamzer, he still enables her to eat Truma. However, if we had a Bas Kayin who was married to a Yisrael, and her only surviving descendant was the Kayin Gadol, she still is not allowed to go back home and eat Truma in her father's house. So the Gemara says, Tanarban, we have a Brisa with two different lines that this grandmother would say. Line number one that she would say is, I'm happy to be the atonement for my daughter's son, who is a small jug, because he enables me to eat truma. Small jug is referring to her grandchild who's a mamzer and she's saying that she's a kapar for him. That means in some way she would accept upon herself to be a kapar for him because at least she gains out of it. For now she can continue eating truma. After all, he is her legal descendant from her husband the Kayin. And on the flip side she would say, I'm not willing to be the kapar for my daughter's son who's a large pitcher because he apostles me from eating truma. Large jogger pitcher is referring to her chashav grandson the Kayin Gadol. As chashav as he is, she isn't too happy about it because now she has a descendant from her husband the Yisrael and she's not allowed to go back to her father's house and eat truma. finishing the seventh We should be to finish this entire together, and of course, all of Shas together. Everyone should have a wonderful day.